Millennial. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Black Black Widow, Black Snow White, FK. But my real name is Fatima. Now I'm going to lead it to my co-host, Bid. That's your turn, man. Yeah, yeah, that's my name, Abid, a.k.a. Bothman Bid, a.k.a. Young Pubic Hair, a.k.a. Uh, <laughs> dude on, on this podcast, a.k.a. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm brown, but I identify as a as, as a as oh. a fire truck, it, uh, gender. <laughs> yeah, I, I I choose to identify as, as, as multiple things. Uh, but I don't oh. know. Uh, I should probably get a new nickname after this. Either way, yeah, yeah. that's. I think you're good. The the podcast knows me well. They know my views. But it's gonna yep. be a good show tonight because we finally got a guest on here. We've been well, we've been talking about it for a while. So hopefully this conversation is gonna be a bit different, a bit like enlightening for our viewers here uh so why don't we get our guests to uh, introduce themselves hi i'm mark um i'm a very opinionated person with a strong personality so be careful watch out oh I'm coming for oh, you oh god we have a disclaimer right away that's cool um <laughs> that's really interesting oh welcome and I wanted to ask you how you and Abid met or how you connected. Just talk about your friendship, just to know a little yourself. Well, we, um, we worked at a Home Depot together and we grew up in the same neighborhood. And we had mm-hmm. a very similar passion for, um, you know, what's the situation in Palestine. And okay. me being Jewish and him being Muslim, he found me very fascinating because I had a very anti-Zionist view. So he thought I was pretty cool because at the time he never really met a Jewish person like that. And we went to the gym together and stuff like that. Yeah, can I get oh. a free Palestine, everyone here? This is a controversial take, but you know what? The situation is getting worse. And you know you gotta you gotta take a stand on these issues. So that's what I like. What Mark is a very he's there's, there's not many people like him. That's what I'll say about Mark. And whether or no. not you agree with what he says or not, like he has an opinion, he stands by it, and you'll always have an interesting conversation when you like talk to this guy. Like you, life is too short to have just a bunch of boring people. So he right. always keeps things really interesting. So that's why I really enjoy uh, talking to him. And so I'm really glad we have him on the podcast today so it's gonna i think the viewers are gonna experience it too so we might not always agree but it's it makes for an entertaining show so that's why it, it should be very good and it's gonna be a good show trust me yeah i think that it's very important to have uh different opinions because i agree that um different opinion doesn't mean that you cannot live uh, with each other that you cannot understand I feel like it's more important to have different opinions so then we build and just get to the right direction because you have to agree to disagree. Everything is not going to be pink and, and where because that's bullshit, first of all. If you don't have an opinion, it means that you're uh, spineless. That's to me, is that. If you don't have an opinion, either that the person agree with you or not, it's spineless. So... Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, the thing is, like, I've met people who just they don't have any opinions on anything. They're like, I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. I don't know. And it's kind of like, what, 
well, okay, then what do you want to talk about then? Let, let me just slap you in the face because you don't stand for anything. You don't do anything. It's like, I, I don't want to feel, I don't want to talk to someone that feels like you're picking nails. You know what I mean? Like there's just yeah. certain, it, it's annoying. Nobody likes people with just, with the have, that has no opinion. So it's, it's always good whether you agree with someone or not. I, even if I completely disagree, 100%, I would respect someone more if they're like, they just have an opinion than if it's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, you know what I mean? All right, guys. All right, guys. All right. So enough, enough flattery for me. Thank you. But yeah. I, where you want this conversation to go, I could pretty much talk about any topic under the sun. And well, I can argue well, but- any point. Sometimes I argue to the point where I don't even know why I'm arguing and I can just argue. But I can tell you my personal beliefs, or I can argue. Like, I could do either or. So, I mean, we could go into the Palestine issue, like, right away. But I think we're going to interlude to it anyways, because we're going to end up talking about it. Well, if I'll start by saying this original podcast, as you know, we do a lot of, like, sex topics. And we do, like, male to female. Like, have you seen the other episodes? Relationship <laughs> uh, topic. Not really much sex, because that would sound too... Much like we were just talking about porn or some shit like that. It's more about yeah, people relations of... and uh, um, the dynamic between male female because there's yeah. a lot I'm not talking about, especially for gender because now it's very much assumed that oh yeah, straight relationship is pretty straight, which is not the case. But mostly, uh, our audience listen more to about uh, like the two opinions regarding relationship between male female this kind of thing that's what i would say but we can talk about anything if you want to talk about uh me that you want to talk about this issue that is happening in israel we can start with that we can uh, uh have this kind of conversation understand the different point of view and um the impact that lives and that where we are on our comfort in our very much life uh, understand how privileged we are uh, to be in con- in a where this kind of threat that exists I think yeah and I mean I mean the interesting thing about Mark which is why I particularly wanted to get him on to talk about this is that unlike most people he's actually had the first world like view of like actually going to Israel and he ended up seeing Palestine firsthand like on the ground yeah, like I, I went to Palestine and I've been to places that people who've lived their whole life haven't been before, like like a kilometer away, and they haven't even seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, it's a pretty interesting story about how he ended up getting there and, like, seeing the whole thing in itself. So, yeah. uh, I'll start by saying, like, if you want to go into a little bit more detail, tell well, people on, how you I ended just, up. I just want to say, I know Fatima obviously wants to talk about the whole masculine feminine energies and the feminists and the, you know, binary yeah. genders. Like I, I could tell, I, I can feel that that's what she wants to talk about. No, not really. No. That's it. Today, our episode is dedicated just to that. It's just the saying that usually that's what the podcast we with, that's the conversation that we have. But I am also into talking about this kind of situation. That's true. That is something that it makes people uncomfortable. Me, myself, where I am, I'm going to be honest with you. It made me also uncomfortable to tackle this subject because, like I was saying, to our exchange, preparing this 
a podcast. It's just that um, I feel like I don't have enough knowledge to give an opinion on it because I feel if I do that, it will sound, I would be ignorant. The crew, the, uh, crew uh, against a certain group, a group of people the offensive part because that part I really don't give a shit but it's more about to saying that I am not uh, knowledgeable enough to give my own opinion I'm here to he- listen and also see the different point of view because that I say with the situation that frustrated me a little bit is just the um, fake activism that we are seeing everywhere where people would just plaster that we that on uh, uh, the full concept well, on a really daily basis. I know that okay. um, most of my life I've been watching on TV how the media would just the situation and talk about it. As, oh yeah, Palestine had attacked, and it's all So that's why I am not trying too much about it. I observe, and then after that, I will be able to make like a full opinion about that situation. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I could put a little bit of a conspiracy spin on it too, if you want. Oh, cool. I'm pretty okay. good at that. Any, man, I'm not here to judge. Here's my thing about that, man. I think it's like ever there's you people are comparing this to Black Lives Matter and saying, oh, the same woke people are, are talking about, and like I, I think that's completely different, different because with Black Lives Matter, okay, a lot of people they it was one issue, and then they were like all posting the squares with Israel Palestine there's a long history and mm-hmm. that people can get educated on like I, I don't feel you could compare this that this is not I don't think this is just some maybe there's a minority of people that think it's trendy but when I'm posting about this it's because I've known about this issue for years and years so I already have a formed opinion yeah. about you Mark has experienced it himself he's gone to the place he's seen it himself he's he, he's created mm-hmm. his own opinion he just, he, it's not like he doesn't know, have any idea. I mean, I've literally been, I've been to Palestine and, uh, yeah. Okay, well, where should we start? Because, um, I mean, I, I could say a lot. I could probably say too much, to be honest. I just don't want to say too much. I mean, I, I think that you know yourself enough to know that, like, if you're scared about, you don't, I mean, personally, I there is, unfortunately, cancel culture where people will try to cancel people if, like, the opinion is too wild or whatever, but I think this is generally speaking a pretty uh, open podcast. I mean, obviously, yeah. don't say anything that you think is going to incriminate yourself. But I'm gonna, I, I'm like, I'm letting it out full bar that like I'm just here to talk about whatever and gonna give my opinion. I, I've put my opinion out there so much on social media. If people want to find out what I think, they're gonna find out regardless. You know exactly. I mean? Well, where should we start then? The beginning, okay, if you um, want. I mean, we could start with a lot of things. Uh, I mean, we've, I think the audience already has a general idea where I'm standing on the issue and you. You've already sort of like given an interlude to it. But we mm-hmm. can start by saying you've actually been there and seen it, and, and which is unusual for someone of uh, a Jewish background. You can choose, sort of talk about how you ended up even going there and the story behind it and what you actually took. Yeah, well, this is what happened. I uh, <laughs> I went to on the birthright trip. I ended up getting kicked off because of my um, inappropriate uh, comments on Zionism, and mm-hmm. they 
Okay, well, I'll tell you right now. The whole point of the trip, it's basically funded by billionaires who, at the end of their their end goal, because the Jewish population is becoming so um, small, because yeah. you know the history of the Jews, they were all over the world. And the goal of this trip is to basically find one Jewish man and one Jewish woman and hope that they'll talk after the trip so they can reproduce. Yeah. So, you know, I was being my own usual, you know, big mouth self and just talking. About Obviously, every it's a Zionist trip. So I got kicked off and they gave me a choice. They said, we'll pay for your ticket back or you can stay and pay for your own ticket. So I decided to stay. <laughs> I... Saw some relatives of mine that I've never met before and stayed at their places. I was hauling around this 80-pound backpack, you know, uh -huh. sleeping in hostels and, you know, and I wanted to see as much as I could. I met a couple people along the way, um, just kind of irrelevant. One girl was an Iranian Jew. Uh -huh. uh, met her at a hostel. There's a lot of people at the hostels, but Israel in itself is uh it's a very interesting place it's got this like certain energy about it um it's almost like it's like a new country it's like it's like old obviously it's an old country but it's like new and yeah i mean it's it was it was formed in 1948 so in many ways it is a relatively new country but. Historically speaking, yeah, it's a very new country. And also uh, the thing that I feel it was kind of disregard when it was formed is just that nobody took the time to consult with the people that were living about any of the decision. It was just taken and, and posed to them and said, that, all right, they say that that's their land. We're going to give that. And you guys who have been there for centuries, we don't give a shit. Well, I mean, the British did the the British control the land, and they performed the you know the usual divided conquer, which they've done all over the world. I mean, they've done oh, it. Yeah. Indian. And I can, yeah, I can make an entire fair. podcast called that issue too. But, to be uh, fair, to be fair, let's not let's not make this a um, an anti-Zionist talk. Let's just keep it neutral. Um, yeah, because that's the direction it's heading. I don't want it to go that direction. I just want to state the facts on the table, and that's it. Okay. Yes, it was given to the Jews in 1948, but at the same time, there were Jews there as well as Muslims. They were both there. Well, I guess the Muslims would disagree with that. And, but I mean, yeah. there were Jews who were living in Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, the problem here is religion. Um, that's the problem, honestly. I'm an agnostic. I don't, I'm not very religious. Yeah. From what I've seen, nobody really hates anybody. They're kind of just like, well, I don't hate you, but I'm kind of better than you. You know what I mean? That's the kind of vibe yeah. they give off. And it's it's wrong because there's Christians there. There's like, what is it, Armenians or something? Um, yeah. You know, that's... No, nobody. <laughs> the problem here is religion, to be honest. And. When it comes to the Israel, like what I don't understand is why Saudi Arabia doesn't support Palestine. 
obviously the Palestinians don't want to all run to Turkey because they want I mean, to have I, their I own I can land. tell you exactly why Saudi Arabia doesn't support Palestine. Because they can't make money off them. They're poor as shit. Saudi Arabia does what's going to economically benefit Saudi Arabia. It's, yeah. There's nothing to do. It's not which about is, money. It's not about is, religion, honestly. Which is human greed, right? Like, um, it's rich. how do the rich stay rich, right? They help themselves and they are cheap. But uh, it's just like, it's so it's so hard. Because I literally, when I was on that trip, I had a guy like talk about, this presentation and someone in the group asked him like he was pretty up there in the Israeli military a lot of like secret agent groups and like all of this stuff but he was like they were like what's the main problem between Israel and Palestine and he said you know what he said he said pride (laughs) wow and if you look in the Bible and if you look in the Bible pride is a sin right yep so maybe the Christians are onto something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, they'll argue. They'll be like, oh, we're the oldest religion. We're the newest religion. Like, you know, all that bullshit. And then mm-hmm. the Buddhists are just sitting there like, I don't know. We're all humans, right? And, um, you know, we have feelings. We have religion. We have greed. We have our wants and our needs and you you mentioned before that we live a very privileged life and yeah we do for sure and that's what i try to do i try to stay humble but uh it's difficult to do that it's just so funny because like uh people are just fighting over land just because of some ancient book that someone believes and you know but like judging judging what's going on today yeah the jews have had a grip on history like they created the banks they created taxes they created interest and i mean you can look at them as like they're greedy jews they are selfish they fuck everybody over or you can look at them as like okay well i guess they're kind of smart and just be some people are jealous of them i don't know it's it's weird you know the whole stereotype of a jewish brain and this and that um i mean i guess it is a fact that they have high iqs but the point is um we're all human and to me it's just all silly but what's going on in palestine and israel today is very very scary and i don't know i don't know what to think about it but obviously my conspiracy mind started thinking like okay well coronavirus was created to distract people because that's what the media does right like they distract people from one thing and then they do another yep. thing mm-hmm. but i'm not going to go there because my grandma actually has coronavirus and i'm not going to say like jews created coronavirus to get israel obviously that's not true but i'll say this they are very they are very um tactical in the way they do things they have a very strong military and they they're very very like almost ruthless but you know what like in history victors victors uh, uh write the history books not the losers the winners and it's exactly. sad we're all like animals and um 
it's just it's just the most sad thing about this well i mean i'm happy i got to see it before the shit got out of hand but the the most messed up thing about this is um the the rest of the world is just like sitting there watching it happen and <laughs> it's frustrating yeah it's just like what like people have like almost accepted it as normal like oh palestine's getting bombed again it's okay you know no that, that's see that's the part that i have like a big issue with because now it's almost like oh it happened again like even when it was happening before all the social media started to pop up kind of like there you go again palestine and israel they have been in war since they have been like there it's just that, that it's not okay to have this kind of sense of terror and also destruction uh, to a group of people for so long and find it as a normal thing. It should not be normal. It should be abnormal. People should uh, be able to look at it and say that this is not okay. It's totally fucked up. And I get the point where, uh, like Abid was saying earlier, people who do like those fake activism they share because if they don't share, they would be seen as, uh, oh, you're against it, or you are condone, you still let it happen, and all that. But the real thing that's really sad that we are in a position where we are seeing that it was like, oh yeah, they have been fighting like this forever. It's normal. If they don't, if there's peace, it's weird between Palestine and uh, Israel. If we don't hear about that in the news, that yeah, they have been destroying this, they have been fighting over uh, this place. It's kind of like it would be strange. How come that the peace, the what we call technically for the rest of the world was aware what's going on, the peaceful is not highlighted as something positive, but more in, in talking about two countries always fighting. As like the norm. That, that's 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 Palestine doesn't have any actual rights. Yeah, I I, I know, but. That's just because I, I am translating in my way to explain that. But to me, I see those two places as countries, even oh. fully aware that Palestine doesn't have any. That's pissed me off. No, it's the, legally it's, not a country. Like when you go there, like marking the test, you like you go through the, the Israeli border and the people in Palestine, they go through these checkpoints and they, they can't vote in the Israeli election. But they don't have a country themselves, so I'm not sure if people are aware of this. There's not even a, a an airport in Palestine, so you can't actually fly out of Palestine if you're a Palestinian. So it's basically like you live as a you're a, you're a perpetual second class citizen. But it's uh, the unfortunate reality is that if people will always say, okay, why don't you just do a two state solution? I used to always say that too. Like they can just get learn to get along, divide it up. But then you realize when it's about power and like settlements and all this stuff, it's like it's messed up and i honestly would prefer if they israel just took the whole thing over but they're not going to because then they'd have to give those people israeli citizenship which they're not going to do so it's it's a multifaceted issue that's uh mm -hmm. unfortunate and i think but i will say though in my opinion this if people will i'll see if mark disagrees with me this is the mm -hmm. first time ever in the history of this conflict that social media is now like taken storm like people are posting about it TikTok is on Instagram, Facebook, like people are constantly posting about it. So yeah. now CNN and the news can't write the story. So now you have like 
it's it's, it's going to be what. So this is actually probably the most. This is probably the best Palestine's ever in terms of like had in terms of like conflict of issues, just because people have so much awareness now. So maybe that yeah. might affect how other countries view the situation or perceive it or like. Yeah, that's 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 true. I agree with that. Um, because yeah. we were talking about this like ten years ago, me and you, right? Maybe eight years ago. Yeah. Like we wanted and to go. That's the thing that our media have a very, I would say, polarizing role right now with a lot of this one, because at least now it's kind of like there's no filter into what is going on. It's not just going to give you one narrative of what the news telling you. Because ten years, fifteen years ago, when they were talking about uh, Palestine and Israel, it always have been tainted as one half did something wrong, the other one is super innocent. And it's uh, always the narrative that is play around where it have always, sorry to, to sound uh, like being a Zionist or whatever, um, it always play around like the Muslim are the one attacking always Israel. That's how it always have been painted and the way that I was made aware of what is going on over there. In the news, even though when I was uh, living back in France, it was like that, that it was presented. So now I feel like people who are using, are using social media are putting, uh, are actually showing uh, how it is. It means that they are showing that raw and telling you, now I'm showing you this, you are, you can make, I am not trying to influence you. I appreciate with social a lot of events that is happening. They're, the image, even though they're telling you what is happening is wrong, you still own decision. Before that, okay. the news telling you to believe one, not the other one, or see the, the whole picture. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's all. That's what it's all about. Obviously, you have to think for yourself, and that's yeah. But like these days what are people fighting over the most like land right like land yeah. is the most important resource like let's let's keep this logical like let's think like an army commander here people are fighting over land we have a strong ass military on cuz you know how big israel is right it takes 4 hours to drive from one end to the other it's like almost it's like around the size of alberta and yeah. people in israel when they have to drive 1 hour or 2 hours that's far for them like here in Alberta, it's not that far for us. Like, yeah, everybody there has to serve in the military. Obviously, their intentions are to fortify a country and to have a strong military. Like, what? Like, clearly, like it's not, it's not a big freaking like surprise here. Like what they're trying to do. Well, I don't know. Maybe for other people it is, but for me it isn't. Mm. Like. Obviously, they're just they're trying to control it, and they're trying to what 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 best way to control it is other than to pump up. Suppress. No, like not suppress. No, no, that's that's just collateral damage. The Palestinians are just simply collateral damage. Who? Because in Israel mind, it's their country, right? And mm -hmm. the Palestinians don't want to give it up. Yeah. And if they do give it up, they lose who they are and they lose everything. 
they, Palestine is not a country. Like, it, it isn't. Like, and it's sad, but it's it's a fact. And even if they wanted to be a country, they couldn't. Like, they're trying their best right now. Mm-hmm. Because in, in one of those videos I watched, um, the Palestinian lady, she said, well, all the Palestinians with money, they don't live in Palestine. Right? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So that's another problem. Like, there's a lot of issues here. Like, yeah. Nothing is going to happen without the help of the UN. Um, and, the, and the UN are the one who are going to dictate whether Palestine is a real country or not. I mean, officially, it was supposed to be a country. Obviously, right now, it isn't. And I just think it's not in Israel's favor right now to acknowledge Palestine because then it gives them, it, it, it's like you could justify a lot of things when they're not this, when, when, what do you call them, when they're not like on equal footing because mm-hmm. how can they have rights of a country? How can they have rights if they're not an actual country, right? Okay, I've, been, I've been to Palestine and they don't have an army. They don't have, they just have Palestinian authority. That's like their police kind of force and no matter which way you look at it they're being oppressed clearly like maybe not it's not clear to most people but that's clear to me yes they're being oppressed and Mm -hmm. their freedom fighters are Hamas and Hamas is shooting rockets into Israel right now as we speak and Israel is shooting most of them down with the Iron Dome yeah and I mean, in any war, there's going to be casualties, right? Like, this is a war. This is not, like, this is not funny. Like, people are going to die. But if someone doesn't step in, more Palestinians are going to die than Israelis, obviously. Um, yes, it's, it's messed up. Like... I mean, I can only imagine what those Arab countries around it are thinking right now. Like, look at this little country, like, defending itself, like, forcing its way into this land. Like, yeah, it's probably very, it's very messed up. Do you know what? Those Arab countries, they know that if they go to war with Israel, the U.S. has Israel's back. There you go. That was the big elephant in the room, the U.S., that's why like, who's actually supposed to step in then? Uh, I don't know. That's why it's such an unfortunate and sad situation. Like I don't know. I'm not. I'm not God. Like I don't know. Like I was. I first of all, I was thinking like because this is such a polarizing issue. I mean, Russia and China both strategically recognize Hamas just because they're they're playing the field and the U.S. doesn't. So honestly, I could see World War Three going in particular just because of this this one issue. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna have something to do with Israel and Palestine. I already know. Yep. Well, look what's going on in Ukraine, right? Ukraine and Russia. Yep. Yeah. Ukraine, like I'm a I'm a Ukrainian Jew, so I can I know both sides to both stories, and my parents are from Ukraine, and it's very good that they came here. You know, twenty. 27 28 years ago and made a life for themselves because that's all people really want like when you have a family you don't care about the world's problems and you just care about your own and yeah 
But since we're talking about this, like Ukraine, um, it, it wants its independence from Russia. And it's a very proud, stubborn kind of people. That's for um, sure. But the difference is Israel is in the Middle East. Like why they're getting, why they're not getting help from other Muslim countries is beyond me. I don't know why. Like the whole religion of Islam is is structured on brotherhood, and it's not. It's not about that, man. These guys don't give a shit. All these Saudis, like, let me tell you, all the kings of Saudi Arabia, they're getting drunk every night. They're fucking a bunch of prostitutes. They don't all give a shit about money. it. Money, and like, like you said earlier, I would just say that, like you said earlier, everything is about pride. And each of them is just that, like you said, uh, again, just a couple seconds ago, when you are just focusing on your own issue, you don't look at the, uh, the others. Like y- your main focus is your family and you. That's how like most of human beings will always react. And I think that that's what is happening. So, but again, I agree with you, Mark. It's kind of baffling to me that those uh, Arabic country around are just looking Palestine, but like, Oh, we're gonna look the other way because it's not our business. That's the thing that I also find pretty baffling because yeah, it's about brotherhood. You know, you know, you know what I think about that actually? How many Muslims are there in the world? Like clearly one point billion. But right? one point five billion. Clearly, this world and all its like fads and all its YouTube and all its TikToks are all westernized. Everybody wants to be cool. Everybody wants to be like America. Nobody wants to be like Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? I can see why I can see why people would support not support but like there are a lot of Muslims in the world and this world is very westernized we we've been jammed in our heads that it's like a religion of like violence mm-hmm. and like and every person living in America they're probably thinking like you know I can see why they would side with Israel I I do see why but it's like i don't know it's such a complicated situation like it's not really that complicated but the fact is where would the palestinians go if there was if there was some kind of a solution would they go to turkey probably no, not they're supposed to go to their own countries you know there's so many palestinians that are still living in jordan to this day as refugees and nobody wants them like, they just live in perpetual shit. So, I mean, the re- only realistic situation for these people is to give them a country. It's like, there's a, there's a giant population of people. Like, I'm not sure people realize this. The amount of people in the West Bank and Gaza, it's on par or slightly more than how many people are in Israel itself. So, you have all these people in this random spot. You can either mass kill them or you could find a solution where they're, they're not going to, where they're going to have a citizen or a place they're going to belong to. Because right now... Let's let's talk about Gaza, okay? So Gaza is a mixture of Jews and Arabs. And it's on the coastline of the water. And Mm -hmm. over the water is Egypt. So either from a military point of view, it would be a very um, important spot. Let's say Israel did get it, okay? Um, because Hamas is stationed there, you know, and let's say Israel got it, and 
it would give them more uh, initiative to actually defend their country and feel more secure as a country. If Hamas still has it, like right now, I'm not saying like they're bad or anything. Like they're obviously bad. They're like a terrorist organization. The thing about Hamas that people don't realize is that Israel originally supported Hamas when Yasser Arafat was in power in West Bank because they're like, these guys hate Yasser Arafat. So we're going to support his opposition and destabilize it. So then they, they started giving money to Hamas. Then when Yasser Arafat dies and then they're like, okay, these guys are now in power. But then these guys were like making all these claims. They're like, yo, we want this and this. And they were, they're, Hamas is a, Hamas is a right wing government. They're reactionary. So then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now these guys are too crazy. But it's like you, you, you put them that you created the, the situation that got them in power in the first place. And they were democratically elected. So it's almost that's, the same way that's, with that's uh, some conspiracy. That's conspiracy no, stuff. No, no, that is, it's the truth. It's kind of like how the U.S. funded the Taliban and was against to fight the Russians. And then, boom, it comes 2001. Osama bin Laden's working yeah. with them. You have to go in and remove them. But it's like, who gave the money to the Taliban in the first place? It was the U.S. Yeah, you okay. Yeah, I, I see. Okay, yeah, that's probably true. I don't really know the history behind that because I haven't really been paying attention. But, uh, yeah, you're probably right about that. Well, I don't know. I mean, either way no choice but to fight and like they obviously want to be recognized as palestine like who wouldn't want to be right just like ukraine mm -hmm. but sometimes your country is just so poor and you don't have anything you don't really have another choice but to um what's the word conform not conform but uh, uh blend in like, yeah, obviously, if the Palestinians give up now, they're going to be considered as second-class citizens, and who obviously, they don't want that. I don't know. That's why I'm saying it's such a complicated situation that I can't fix the world's problems. Yeah. Uh, I've had discussions with, like, you know, like, like, an Israeli law student about this. Like, like, I've gone to detail with a lawyer, too. And then they were basically like, well, you beggars can't be choosers. We are the ones who take the terms. But then I'm just like, if the terms are that shitty... That you're gonna you're losing anyways you might as well just like keep fighting because eventually one day maybe you'll have a, the terms will be better so we'll just wait it out and that's basically yeah. what the solution they came to because they're just like well we're, we're giving you shit but uh you you don't have the position to make a to make a what do you call it make a counter offer well, yeah, well my exactly. opinion is if the if the offer that they're that israel is giving them sucks that bad you might as well just reject it and just keep it going because you're losing anyways. Yeah, but children are dying and if you're if you keep fighting, you're basically giving Israel what they want, which is to wipe them out slowly. Right? Mm -hmm. You're forgetting that part. Yeah, but the thing but is if, if you accept the offer that really sucks. But but if if it's a question of keeping your identity, then yeah, obviously you're gonna want to fight. But like you got to take into consideration here that women and children are dying. Like yeah, I think so they're they're gonna be they'd be dying anyways. I don't think Israel gives they they don't really give a shit about the women and children. It's you're 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 damned if you don't, you're damned if you do. 
So you might as well just keep going. Because I think, honestly, the best solution for them right now, this is the best, as, as fucked up as it is and with how many people are going to die from this, their best solution in Palestine is to just keep it going. Because if eventually, if enough people like social media have, keep posting it, eventually these countries, other countries will be like, yo, this is kind of messed up. Uh, maybe we should uh, relook at our policies with Israel. And then if the world is saying, yo, Israel, you got to switch it up here then eventually like Israel is going to have pressure because they're about money too. And they're not going to risk losing trade deals with China and Russia if it's going to come at the cost of this. So if it's, if it's in Israel's benefit to create peace, they're going to create peace. Like everything is done by the dollar. So it, the best thing I would suggest that they do is just keep, keep the media going, keep it this because you really have nothing to lose when you already have nothing. They have, what does Palestine have to argue with? Like, you're, I, right. I, I, you're, you're right. You're right. I agree with you. But isn't the end goal peace? It, it is the end peace. But like, I, 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 went to a, I, I, I went to a Jewish lawyer and I asked him the same question. Okay, let's say you're bargaining against Palestine. I'm Palestine right now. And I ask you, okay, based off what we, Palestine has right now, what do you guys want? And he said, to be honest, we'd want nothing. We want nothing of what you guys have. So then I said, if you want nothing of what we have, then what are we supposed to bargain? And he's like, well, no, we just did take the terms. And he's like, you want stuff from us. So then I said, if Israel is the one with the power and they have the stuff, inevitably they're the one who has to give up more because if Palestine doesn't have shit, how can you trade with nothing? You're, it's you're, like, you're, you're right. But as you can see by history, I mean, saying that Jews own the world would not be so far-fetched because i mean if this was happening anywhere else in the world another country would have stepped in by now wouldn't have they yeah but the thing is palestine doesn't have an army and i mean i think if other countries were willing to because the problem is it's like israel has a lot of power and they have money and so they're, you're not going to risk losing a, a business and trade partner but i think if okay, things well, get i don't i don't, crazy, I don't think israel i don't think israel's gonna nuke palestine or nuke the west bank anytime soon but if even if they did who who would get a for war crimes? Um, you know, yeah, but I mean, you look at if you. I don't want to use this example, but you, you take the Holocaust, right? Eventually, it got so fucked up, and so many people were getting killed, and they were like, "Yo, I don't care if Hitler has money and stuff, shit like that." Originally, people don't realize Canada and U.S. they want to completely stay out of it. They were like, "Yeah, that's across the ocean. You guys do your own thing." But when Hitler started going that fucked up and killing that many Jews. People were like, "Yo, you actually have to. Uh, we have to. You have, might have to get involved now." Yeah, and, and then, it very, it very well could be a vengeance thing. Like it could be like, "Okay, well, this happened to us. Now we're gonna do it to them." Like that could be, that could be true too. Yeah, and then like, well, to, to be fair with the U.S., they wouldn't have gotten involved unless Japan bomb didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. When Japan actually attacked them, that's when they were like, "Okay, we're taking a side now." But I mean, it's. Eventually, I think people have a tolerance issue. When someone does something so fucked up, eventually people have to get involved. So then, like that's that's pretty much what happened there. So I think eventually there's there's a tolerance level for all this stuff too. If things get way too fucked up, someone is gonna step in, right? Um. Well, I don't know. Like, if they haven't stepped in by now. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's gonna I think eventually some there's there's a breaking point for all these places. Right now they like, want to say who would step in? Who would step in though? Like realistically, 
realistically someone who has something to lose. Like Brazil has said, said has stated that they might they they would talk to them. Uh, India, Russia, Russia, India, is both in. India, no, India's uh, India. allies with Israel. Uh, U.S. is allies with Israel. Who's gonna step in? Russia and China, or Brazil. Those are three countries. You think Russia would step in and against China? The, the Arabs? I think if they have, if, if if Russia sees it as a strategic thing, yeah, they might. I, I don't not not for moral issues. Russia doesn't give a shit about morals. But if no, 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 no. Let's be realistic here. Do you think Russia and China would would team up together? Exactly. That's that. That's where I, I'm just like, no, those one would not do that because first of all, they cannot stand each yeah. other. Okay, okay. Then you have you have Iran, right? So it's that Russia has an agreement with Iran. So if something happens messed up, if if the, if the world is completely destabilized and Russia has money to lose, which they have agreement with Iran, then yeah, they're gonna step in. They 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 said the I'm same. Really, I'm really holding back right now on what I want to say, but I'll say this: um, if anybody steps in, it's gonna be everybody at the same time, and then there will be world peace. That's the only thing that could happen. Or yeah. this shit is just going to keep happening and Israel is going to keep expanding. Like, it's going to be one or the other. I mean, you are correct. Russia's not going to do anything unless there's a, they have a good reason to. But I think eventually there's reasons that someone in Russia or China or Iran is going to step in. Russia, Iran is very obvious. Like, they have, they're religiously motivated and they're like, they don't like Saudi Arabia. So that's another if thing. If everybody um, wakes up, if everybody wakes up and says, okay, we have to help Palestine. That will bring the world together. Maybe that'll be the way that there will be peace. And that- I think politically, I think it's changing the tide. Like uh, you got, you have Joe Biden there now. Joe Biden doesn't stand for shit. Joe Biden is kind of a weakened guy. But Joe Biden is a, is a senile old. Doesn't even remember what he said five minutes ago. Actually, five seconds ago. And Justin Trudeau is kind of a snowflake. Like, what what the hell is he gonna do, man? Justin Trudeau like, is just nice, and Biden <laughs> Biden Biden is just an he's idiot. He's an old man. He's a senile old man who didn't remember what he said ten seconds ago. Yeah, and not just that. It's just that uh, I notice, regardless of who's the president in the state, they don't really give a shit what is going on over there. They don't well, look at, <laughs> look at this world, right? They, do. they spend a lot of money on it. So you yeah, put a man in power. You put a man in power, and like, oh, this is what's happening in the world. Let's blame that one person. When there's so much going on behind the scenes, like, exactly. Politicians are nothing. They're just a figurehead that people blame for their problems. Politicians don't have power. They're just they're just a person that's put there because people like. There's so much that I know. I don't know what to say. I mean, there's, and you don't think I, I'd say no. I think the politician can affect the policy. Like, I think, you think the closest you think they got Benjamin, to, you think Benjamin Netanyahu is like, <laughs> like no, but, yeah, but you don't Benjamin mean Netanyahu is a right wing leader who's gonna protect his right wing interests. I mean, the, the closest they got to peace was in 1995 with the Oslo Accords, and it was Yitzhak Rabin, who's a left wing politician in Israel. He came close to creating a peace deal. And then Israeli, an Israeli settler uh, was pissed off about it and like ran into a crowd and shot him in the head. The old people don't realize he was assassinated by a fellow Israeli. Like that's how fucked up it is. 
the yeah, only leader they, that, that what that shows me is that people are good by nature it's not like people that live in israel they're not what you think they're very good people and they're no but no he was killed by an israeli like like he was a, he was a really good leader like, i shout out to that guy but I mean, like that—that that tells you something. Like he was killed by, like in the same way Gandhi was killed by him. No, he wasn't killed by an Israeli. That's just a very general thing that you're saying. No, but there's so much by more behind the scenes. Israeli, no, the term Israeli is citizen of Israel. It's not. Okay, he was, it's not. He was like, killed by. He's killed by a citizen of Israel. Yeah, which tells me it was probably a spy because he wasn't doing the Zionist duty. Yeah, but, but I mean, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into those Palestine, and that's why that guy killed him. I mean, if I you don't want to get into those concerns, okay? Clearly, no, I mean, I, you can look it up. Look at the, look up the assassination of Yitzhak. I know, Rabin. I know, I know what you're saying, but like, what I'm trying to tell you is obviously, it wasn't an Israeli citizen. It was some spy who killed it him. It was not a spy. Because he was okay, guys, chill. The, the guy, the guy who did interviews about Abid. this, he's in jail. Abid. Not about that part. We are just diverting of the discussion anyway. And me, I'm going to just add one thing. It just, all that just to show one thing is the one percenter that make the decision. It seems like that because uh, when you look at the people, in, uh, like if we're talking general speaking, I would not say that uh, all citizens of Israel are wanting to uh, kill all the Palestinians. And I don't think all the Palestinians also have the same mental set uh, against the uh, Israel people. So generally, I would say it's just uh, like you were saying earlier, um, you cannot just blame one person for what is going on, but it's a minority that make the most, the loudest noise. Same thing with the Second World War, when uh, the uh, the Nazi party, it doesn't represent all the Germany, all the Germans, sorry. Otherwise, we would say all the Germans are only uh, a Nazi, and it's not the case. Most of the German people were good people, and unfortunately, they were also embarked into I mean, this genocide I mean, that happened. Hitler was still but democratically elected, though. What? Um, Hitler was still democratic that people voted for Hitler and then he got came into power. Man, so it's he, more complex than that. It's not it's, just about it's saying way, that it's way more complex than that. It's way more complex than that, and that's why I don't want to get into these conspiracies. No, but I'm saying like people, people have he, he presented himself differently, and people were manipulated. I mean, there's a multiple fact. At the end of the day, Netanyahu was democratically elected. Hamas was democratically elected. So they're all these guys are reactionary governments with the, thing, with the gun pointed at each other. So it's not going to end well. The you're only not, difference is you're not, you're not getting, what, the you're not getting what we're saying. You're, you don't understand what we're saying, but it's okay. Okay, uh, what, okay but what am I not understanding here? You are thinking just like everybody else who turns on their TV and blame it on one person and listen to what's in the news. And that's, that's what you're doing right now. Okay, then I want to, where am I wrong? Well, I can't tell you that because then we would have to get into conspiracies, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it's a conspiracy, I mean, I can. I mean, with the, the whole point is like to to, to like obviously shut the it's truth. a conspiracy. Like, what the fuck is going on? Turn on the news and search up Israel Palestine and look what the fuck is going on, and you tell me that is not a conspiracy. Plain I mean, simple. there's. I mean, there's there, it's, there's political interest for both sides, and I mean, Israel wants to secure themselves as well. So I mean, it makes sense. 
I know, but just really think about it. Like the weakest people on earth are being bombed and nobody's doing anything about it because they're choosing not to step in. How is that not a conspiracy? Ever heard the quote, just because something is a conspiracy doesn't mean it's not true. You ever heard that before? Uh, I've heard it. Yeah. Yep. There you go. I have an answer there. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Abhi, do yeah. you still want to talk about the, your other subject or you're just still... Uh, I mean, this is a good podcast. This is actually probably the most interesting podcast we've had. Like, forget, I, w- I want Mark back every single episode. You <laughs> <laughs> well, don't even realize, man, we have so many things we could do. Every single... Th- every, I, I, tell, like, I tell you, like, every private conversation... That could literally be an episode for this. Like he just, we just go off on such random tangent as entertaining. This is by let's, far let's the best go, podcast. Let, let's, not go even the next, let's go. Let's go on the next topic. We're still gonna want to keep it going. We could probably make this a long podcast. We uh, probably, probably could, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so how about uh, that Palestine? I mean, okay, okay. We're, we're, we've moved past Palestine and Israel. I, actually, actually, I could say one more thing. Um, Clearly, okay, look, when Israel was created, right, what, what's, the, what's the rules in Israel? You have to go into the army for a mandatory two years, right? What do you think they do in that army? They indoctrinate you. They brainwash you. They make you a Zionist. Most people in the army don't even want to be in the army. They just do it because they have to be. Like, it's, it's all so clear to me. I don't understand how people how it's not clear for other people like <laughs> it's, it's just crazy there's an agenda behind that of course like and i mean israel has popular issues with population like they're not reproducing and then the only people who are actually having babies are the religious orthodox who aren't serving in the army i so, think I mean, you could like in the world are waking up they're starting to reproduce with other races they're starting to be more open. They're starting to just come together right now. Yeah. This world, like, like Mother Earth has its own frequency, right? And right now, the frequency over there in Israel or whatever, I know people don't even consider Israel a country, but I'm just going to say Israel because it makes things simple. Mother uh, has its own frequency. And over there is a very bad frequency of religion and um just just like it's not it's not hard to see that the zionists are the bad ones hmm. but the reason why i think it's is doing anything about it like united states literally said like we back we are behind israel and that's how it's going to be like plain and simple Well, I mean, like, who controls the power and the narrative? Who has the money? I mean, they have a lot. There's a lot of economic things behind it. Play like they're not just gonna it ban it. Like, there's a whole there's a whole thing that you can go into about why. I know, but money money is gonna ruin this earth. It's not about money. Like, clearly, all three of us are somewhat humble, somewhat like, you know, honest people, like money is going to ruin this fucking earth like it, it's, it's already, already doing it always has 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, <laughs> I, the answers are so clear to me. Like talking about this subject is just silly. It's just, it's a, it's just painful because like, it's so clear. But we're getting into the nitty gritty, and I don't like that because like we don't need. To. But it feels like also beating a dead horse. Just keeping going with the same thing over and over because we still not come up with a solution even though it was no, already yeah, well, I mean, the solution is clear if if the u.s really want to make horse peace they could do it but we don't have there's there's a multiple of reasons why the u.s isn't doing that and then you could get into the conspiracy of who controls the u.s blah, 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 yeah it's blah, blah, because blah. the jews control america obviously like that wouldn't be that far-fetched of a view like mm-hmm. it's not crazy to think that you know I believe that maybe one day there will be an evolution, but the ultimate goal would be to have world peace. There and is also- an evolution. I was in Palestine. I, I rode the, I've seen both sides. I rode the bus mm-hmm. with, with Israeli soldiers. They all had guns. Like I've been to Palestine. I've talked to Palestinians. Like I've even randomly met some guy, some random white guy, some hippie that I asked for directions because I was stuck in Palestine at like 8 p.m., which is so dangerous. Every Israeli telling me not to go there and just took me to this random house and like it was fucked up. But like there's like a whole Banksy, like Banksy the artist, there's a whole wall dedicated to him in Bethlehem. Like there's a museum. Like it's so fucked because it's such a small country and like everything is so close together. Like when they go on vacation, they go to Elat, like that's southern Israel. Mm-hmm. There's even an airport, like right by Elat, that can go to freaking Europe for fifty dollars. Like just fly there, which I should have done, but I didn't. Like there's, it, it's such a weird place, and uh, it's one of the most nihilistic uh, countries there are, because they make you choose a side. Even even the family girls in Israel, they're still strong mm-hmm. soldiers and they're still pro-Israel because they think that the Palestinians want to kill them. Like, it's so complex. Like, it, it's just crazy. Yeah. And they, they do passive-aggressive Jewish guilt thing where it's like, they want to kill us. They want to kill us. And I'm just standing there like, like, really? Like, you guys are the ones here huge army. Mm. But at the same time, I do see their point of view. But like, what can you say, really? Like, what, if some, if you go up to a Jew and be like, "Yeah," like, what, wh- where would you put the Jews? Like, six million people died. Like mm-hmm. a lot more. You can just, you could say, well, six. A lot more Chinese people died. A lot more Russians died. Like, you could re- literally justify anything. But they're gonna fight for their rights because that's how Israelis are. Like, they're just really passionate loud people and it's just crazy but yeah i think they are starting to slowly wake up um but at the end of the day everybody wants peace yeah um nobody really cares about the christians but like they they forget like i think that's where the issue will maybe got like either crazier or worse because if you're that Christian, oh boy, it's all Europe that you're going to have after yes. 
It's I feel like Lord. like watch watch Jesus just like come up from the church of the Holy Spulcher and just like save everybody and then everybody and then Jesus will be the Messiah and uh and then all like, of oh, the answers will be clear. The Messiah. It was like damn. Huh? No, just that I'll go along with what you're saying that yeah, if he was showing up they were like, Oh crap, that's Jesus. Like want to have peace. Now we will force everybody. If that kind of miracle do happen, that would be awesome. But I guess Christianity was right, and then boom. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I still find it funny if someone that kind of thing happened, and then they will like everybody will look at each other and say, "Like, damn, you were right all along." I mean, <laughs> yeah. and I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but like technically speaking, Islam says Jesus is going to come back too, so it's going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Islam, in Islam, it says that. Uh, something about the third time Palestine's going to be attacked, peace is going to come, or something, right? Yeah. No, but then it says Jesus is going to come back. But the problem <laughs> is, Christianity says Jesus is going to follow, is going to like lead people to become Christian. The Quran says Je- uh, Jesus is going to come here and like tell everyone to become Muslim. So it's like, <laughs> it's like we're waiting around seeing what is he going to tell everybody to do. Basically, uh, sit the fuck down and stop that shit. You all, God is all the same, even though you pray him differently. There you go. I said no, it. Buddha, Buddha's going to come and rub his belly and everybody's going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> that would Anyways, be kind of too idealistic. I don't want to talk about this anymore, but I, I've been enjoying this flow. So let's talk about something else. Okay, so the other conversation that Abir want to talk about, I feel like today is going to be heavy conversation. It was about rape culture. Oh, God. Was that right? <laughs> was I right or not? It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's right around where this conversation takes a dark turn. And then, oh, my God. It's totally end. fine, Mark. It's totally fine. We are totally fucked up here anyway. So we could talk about deep stuff. And also trying to find humor in this darkness kind of thing. What, I mean, look, what do you, I what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm a little fucked myself. But what do you mean by raped culture? Uh, Abid, that's you who brought it up. So talk okay, about my, it. My, okay, what, what is rape culture? Rape culture is a society that promotes. Uh, okay, wait. Let, let me let me ask you a let me ask you in a question form, and then you tell me sure, if I got it sure. right. You, sorry, you you can take the lead on this one. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, you mean like girls that dress up slutty that? No. Nah. Uh, like, what no, do you mean? No. It's, it's not just that. It's the idea that okay, we have a society uh, that creates situations that promotes or uh, allows women into those those situations and it justifies no. like sexual abuse okay okay i see what you mean okay yeah, so it's like go. so it's like the the music that you hear on the radio like all about like sexualizing young girls just, and... it's just sometimes okay. uh sorry to jump in like that but uh in the modern days how is it perceived it's not just the media it's just the saying that the rape culture will always also play with the victim uh, uh, kind of blaming situation. They will go pair uh, hand in hand. Okay, okay, the idea that, okay, let's say a woman is just very like slutty, for lack of a better word. Yeah. 
See, uh, she's that walking down the street. Dude comes up, grabs her ass. I don't know what he does. Some other stuff. Yeah. And some Act there's like a portion of the society that will say, "Well, why was she dressing like that?" And another exactly. population who will say, "Well, why did he have the right to even put her his hand on her?" So it's is there a culture that allows that justifies that guy's actions, or like is there like a society that's pro of it? No, I mean, no, 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 no. Of course not. But there's a whole other side to it. Like let's say. Mm-hmm. Let's say a guy goes down the street and grabs a girl's pussy, like like Donald Trump always says, "Grab her by the pussy." With his tiny with, hands, yeah. With his tiny hands and his tiny dick and his big truck and his American fucking ego. So, if that happens and he grabs her by the pussy, then yeah, obviously he's wrong. Um, she should be able to dress however she wants, uh, but see. When I think of rape culture, I don't think of that. I think of more what happens behind behind closed doors and like marriages and stuff. Yeah, that like, too. It's yeah, part like, of it. Like girlfriends, like um, the second, like let's say you're having sex with someone, right? Mm. Like some people, some people like it. Some people like the fantasies. But let's say you're having sex with someone, and you know you have the penis. You're the oppressive force in the situation the penetrative um object and you put it in her and tonight she wants it right but tomorrow she might not so in that case it gives the women all the power like if you're you know what i mean like it's well that um, part it's it's just that you have the forceful part of it because like you were saying yeah today maybe she wanted but tomorrow she doesn't want to but the guy still say that i want it so i'm gonna have it that's the part that is ingrained with rape culture the water is marriage a girl can literally come up to you and just be like yo like you're you're my boyfriend or whatever like yo he raped me and it's like man like as a guy like well you supposed to say no that's not true and i feel like we have a society for the most part that's why i i kind of disagree with the concept of it i'm gonna this is gonna be a little a little bit of a right-wing take i kind of disagree with the concept of it because i feel like it, by and large it's not promoted anywhere in society i mean yeah there's a masculine society there's toxic masculinity or whatever you call it but i mean i feel for the most part if something happens it's mm-hmm it's going to be condemned and let's be by and large, like we live in a society where like it's the woman who dominates the thing. If, if a woman says you're get, if you're a guy who's getting sexually harassed, you know, it, it's, it's, it's your job's on the line. Like if I'm, if I'm, a, if I'm, I'll say I'm in the government, right. I say I have any coworker that she says, Oh, yo, a bit made me feel sexually uncomfortable to avoid any conflict right there. And then they're going to remove. If oh, no, not, I mean, they're not going to ask me my side. It's, yeah. It's skewed in the favor of the woman. So that's true. It, I, I I agree with that. But at the same time, w- the the real question is why why don't women rape men? Why are men raping women? Is it testosterone or is it like? That's not true. Women do rape. Oh, sorry. You're you're a little you're a little quiet there. I can't hear you. Well, I would just say one thing. Uh, women do rape men, first of all. And second is just because the victim are not talking about it enough. It's just that men it always also have been ingrained in our society that is the man who always the aggressor. But women also can be the aggressor. But that's a 
behind it. Men don't speak up. It's the same thing with uh, I've, uh, I've, I've, never, I've never heard. I've never heard a situation where a woman has raped a man. I, if anything, oh, really? the, the real question like, is like, no, no, no. Like even think about it, right? Like that, that, that uh, movie, what's it called? Uh, That's my boy where the teacher has sex with her student. Yeah. Well, he's, while he's a little kid, they, they're like, oh yeah, you're the man. Like you had sex with the teacher. Like, see, that's, that's the problem. They kind of like normalize that instead of saying that is not okay. There's an, I don't uh, know. I've, I've personally never heard of it. Like I, I, I've never heard of a man being raped by a woman, so I can't really comment on this. But I do see your point. What I want to say with that as well, saying mm-hmm. that the rape culture, because I feel like a lot of people have a confusion about that definition. It's not just about encouraging people to be rapey. No, it's the behavior where there's no consent behind for what I understand. I don't know if it's 100% right, uh, if it's really much that, but the rape culture is more ingrained where you hear how they, uh, those rappers always say, slut, bitch, my bitch do this, I make her do that, she suck me, da, da, da. This kind of thing where it's degrading, where if a woman just wear, a, um, I would say, with the part where they say rape culture, if, uh, like you say, she dress up slutty, but even the term, Slutty, what is it exactly? You create cre- well, we created this term to the woman with that. I'm sorry to interject you with that, man, but I mean, I feel like if you're talking about the female rappers, like you have Cardi B saying, wet Wait, ass I was about to come she, about it too. She, she's degrading herself, so if you're going to make that argument. She's not degrading herself. She no. is empowering herself. And that's why it's a double-edged sword. And that's why women have all the power. She is no. empowering. She's empowering herself because at any moment, if he grabs that wet ass pussy, she can scream rape. You know what I mean? What? Why would I feel like it's empowering when I talk every time about my private part? There's because nothing she's a, about she's, it. She's a very she's a very masculine woman, first of all, and yeah. actually the pussy the pussy has a lot of power. It, trust me, it does. But what is it saying that like this is considered that's considered empowering in 2021, when it's like there, there, there's there's black women or who've done way more or achieved more. Like why aren't you looking at Maya Angelou? Why aren't you looking at Oprah? Why aren't you looking at those are people who are empowering, done all these things. Well, Oprah, exactly. Oprah's, been, Oprah's been raped, actually. Oprah's been raped. Um, yeah, but she's not, she, that didn't define her. She, she isn't out here talking about wet-ass pussy. Well, yeah, but you could tell that it affected her. And she dedicated her whole life to helping those people. So it did affect her. Like, okay, look, Israel, Israel is raping Palestine right now, right? Shit. I mean, I wasn't expecting to that for that to go back to Israel. Think about it. Well, think no, about it, right? Think true. about think about what rape think about what rape means, right? If Israel is a man with a huge cock and Palestine is a, a woman, a Muslim a Muslim girl with a burqa, then or a hijab or whatever. I don't know the difference. Sorry, my ignorance. Um, <laughs> what is here. the difference? What is the there is the burqa covers the freaking face and it's like just the little eyeslits. A hijab is just a headscarf. Anyways, so Israel is this big Israeli guy with a huge throbbing cock, and Palestine or whatever, some lost girl with a uh, with a burqa, 
getting raped and Israel took Palestine's pride. And that's what happens with rape victims. If a man rapes a woman, he takes her pride and he Not takes her, her innocence. And that's, that's what Israel is doing to Palestine. And no matter what way you look at it, they're still going to, they're still going to be, they're still going to feel like second class citizens. So they have no choice but to fight. And maybe Israel is such good uh, military, militarists. They know that Palestine is going to fight back. You ever thought about that? Yeah, I know. But you, what are you going to fight back with, with the rocks and freaking like your little tiny, like. But you're missing my point. I'm saying that Israel is so fucking smart. They know that Palestine is going to fight back. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. And then, yeah, and then, victim. yeah, and then, and then, and then, when, when they fight back, they're taking more land. I mean, it's actually not a bad idea, to be honest with you. Well, don't say that because you just sound like a psychopath when you say it like that. But no, it's, it's a good strategy because the second they start firing those rockets, you can justify and say, "Okay, these guys are attacking us. Let me go in and take more land." It, it just, it's, it's, a, it's a great strategy, to be honest with you. I would do it. Well, that's what I just said, right? No need to repeat it back. But no, I'm saying I, I'm agreeing with you. It's a good idea. Okay. So, yeah. So basically, I just intertwine those two things together. Yep. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> That's really interesting because normally <laughs> I notice that a lot of time when people bring up, especially, um, I get back to our second subject, rape, they will always like, uh, especially rape culture, they will always try to push a lot that the feminine opinion about it instead of listening on how the guy actually is seeing what is going on. Because it's not just the men's fault. Now I'm going to sound like I'm uh, misogynist or whatever. But the thing is, I feel like it plays on both ways because have to be equally accountable. I'm not saying that the victim is a, 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 a have to be blamed for. What I'm saying is just that we have to recognize that um, the victim doesn't always need to be just the woman, because men do also get attacked, but they are not. We are not talking enough about it because there's a lot of shame about it, and also okay, the stereotype okay. that the men have to be the strongest every time for everything. It'll be like, how come you have been overpowered by a, a five foot? to women and say that she raped you. See how ridiculous it, it, it makes you feel? And also it would emasculate the man. That's why you don't uh, hear as much, uh, well, you don't he barely hear any man say that they have been raped. I have, so much, I have so much to say about this topic. It's insane. Um, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Fuck. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. I agree with that. But when it comes to emasculation, like um, I've dated some girls in my past who have tried to do just that. And, you know, it's not black and white. And no. it's, oh God, you don't even understand what, so much to say about this. But what I'm going to start with is these days, I feel like, I feel like women want, to it's almost like a competition between men and women like um i've, I've watched a lot of different videos on a lot of different things and some people mm -hmm. say well if you want to get a woman you have to you know take her out hook up and have fun and that's it 
but then once you start developing feelings as a man that's where you get hurt and it's like well what's a man supposed to do then exactly um, no i get that point i totally get that and i also i, I feel like um we should not just to put everything on the uh, what i see uh, right now with the whatever way feminists that they're calling right now and push everything on the patriarchy because first of all it's selfish and second it's just to make the woman not be accountable of her role on how the man is managing their feeling i grew up in africa over there we always have that that image that the men have to be uh, strong um you know the head of the house, you're the macho, all that. You never show your emotion. You cannot show that you're sensitive. You're not crying ever, this kind of thing. So how can you um, express and not be capable to uh, uh, do that in a healthy way? And after that, we are, uh, we are playing in a role where we are just like to blame it on the patriarchy. But us as women, we didn't told any of our boys or men how to express their frustration, uh, their feelings, everything that hurt them. Like, for example, you say that you have dated uh, some girls that probably uh, after a moment, your feelings have developed, but um, I don't know if you were able to either express how because I feel like that's the problem Ooh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, for it's... sure. The first one, the first one just laughed at me because I was crying, and the second one, um, and the second one, uh, what did she do? I don't know. She just, I don't know what her deal was. But the point, like the point is, in my own spiritual journey, it's kind of okay. teaching me how to be okay by myself, but not like completely close myself off to love. Yeah. Um, but then the second one said I was uh, an incel. But like, how, how can't men be incels? Because at this point, they're scared to even like say hi to a woman, you know? Yeah. See, that's I'm also... Really, I'm, really, I'm really glad. I'm really glad that you're, you think like this because, you know, not a lot of people well, do. And uh, it's good to know that there's people out there that think like you. Um, cause I'm tired of all the competition, like, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it shouldn't be like that. It should, men, men need nurturing and women need, um, I don't know. See, that's what I don't get. Cause, cause in my mind, like biologically, it would make sense for a woman to, to want the greatest provider for herself. Yes. Yeah makes good money and that could be the best father for her children mm -hmm. um it just it makes sense but then after after a man gives her children then what is he is he deemed useless like you know what i mean yeah i see exactly where you come from with that and what i wanted to add uh, on that too is just that it took me a long time to get to the point where I am right now, because before that, I was also uh, similar to all the description of the woman that you said before. If a dude would show uh, that he's sensitive, that he's crying because I hurt his feelings, I would be like, damn, you're pussy. But over time, I was able to do a lot of work, especially when I decided to uh, re uh, stay single for a long period of time. There were a lot of work that I needed to do on myself, figure out my own feelings, and then also put the same thing with the men. And 
have a, a solution in my mind where I had just the saying that the man is not just the provider because that's ridiculous. I was raised by a single mom, by the way. So um, with that, not long ago, I saw a video um, that it was uh, done by um, Abba and Preach. I don't know if you know those uh, YouTubers, but they were talking about this woman who was saying that, oh yeah, all I want is just to have a kid by my own and be a single mom. And I don't, uh, the, uh, I can provide for the kid. Yeah, that was my most recent ex. Like not See? the one that laughed at me, but my most recent one. And she was, yeah, yeah. like she said that to me. She's like, but I think that chicks like that, they just want to mm -hmm. heal their own inner child within. I don't think they're ready to even have a child. No, they should not even have a child. They should not be responsible for any human being. And me, I come from experience knowing that I was raised by a single mom. And trust me, it's not just the provider that is, is needed. It's also the emotional support. It's really important. But what I want to say too is just that when you are like in a relationship, both partners have to bring something onto the table because I'm sick and tired that every time when we're talking about that, the woman always like, oh, you have to bring this. You have to be a provider. But you, dumbass, what do you bring to the table? Why kind of, what kind of support do you bring <laughs> to them? What is other than your vagina that you bring to this relationship? Well, I mean, yeah, it's good to hear because that shows you're a good woman. I mean, I'm I'm glad to hear that actually coming out of your mouth. Well, thanks. But it's just that, no, after a certain moment, I was just uh, and just understanding the situation here. It's just now we feel, it feels like it's a, 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 a war between the two gen uh, the sexes or gender. Now I'm, it's so confusing. It's annoying. Yeah, you can't even say sexes because there's like fucking yeah. 40 different kinds. We're gonna be upset about it. Fuck you. So it's the war of the sex, men, <laughs> women. That's it. I said it. Yes, I'm old-fashioned with that because that's what you have in between your legs. Whatever you say after that, that's your problem. But still, it oh, it became like you said, a competition. I don't want to compete with my partner. That person should be my partner. It's mean that I have to be there emotionally for them and you hear know? the issue because the the problem I would say with your most recent ex. She is super fucked up. And second, she needs therapy. That thing is super important. And I yeah, know that everybody... Narcissists narcissist don't go to therapy, though. Oh, no. They think they're on top of the world. They, they have everything figured out. But no, that's where actually the problem is. You have nothing figured out. We don't have anything figured out. But all that just to stay saying, it shouldn't be seen as a competition. And I okay, think... Okay, that but, look, but look at it this way, okay? Um... Mm -hmm. Would a uh, 25 year old you think differently than 18 year old you? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's all a journey. Like, you're not, like, we're not like, we're not all like a bid, you know? We don't know what we want right away. We don't, like, we can't, it, it actually takes out the fun of it. That's like, no, I'm really happy. I'm just very focused. That's why, like, it's just, I had a plan. From a very young age, and I'm like, I gotta do this to do this to do this. To I, mean, I guess I'm a little bit robotic compared to you guys. You, you probably uh, you probably broke a couple hearts along the way, and yeah, you know, you're not proud of it. But of course, you're an 18 year old with, you know, running around and throwing around your pussy. Like, I'm sure every girl. <laughs> has been. Nah, no, I was not like that actually. Well, not you, I, but like you know what I yeah. mean. Not like you. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh, that's the thing too a lot of girls and also women would not allow themselves to be themselves because they wanted to um blend in so uh, there was a moment even uh abid and i we make a joke about it where i'll say that yeah you have your whole face and after that you become meet woman after 25 this kind of thing and yeah, um, i actually i actually have my own theory on that i think that if you're not not married by 25 then you're fucked up but i i don't really believe that anymore because <laughs> 30 is the new 20 yeah you still got an egg check i mean uh, not 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 to put a damper on the situation yeah but does um, this world really need any more kids like like really? our generation no like our generation is is we're, we're so traumatized with like all these new concepts and like transgenders and generational trauma i don't think yeah. any of us should be having children unless we're like fully healed just don't do what our parents did to us yeah you know? but we we kind of need to have population to keep paying into the canada pension and like keep the system going dude we're to close to eight billion it's enough already no yeah. but we need okay if we're not doing that then you gotta keep immigrants going and you know like white race Canadians, they don't like all these immigrants coming in but how are you supposed to keep the country going unless you have kids? Yeah. People uh-huh. our age are having kids. Keep bring, you have no choice. Keep bringing in people from India and stuff like that because we aren't having and kids. The, and then the white and then the white patriarchy is going to get mad and say that they're taking the jobs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like taking away everything. We don't even have races anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody has a masculine inside but i think that this yeah. whole transgender thing has like kind of gone a little bit out of control also the pronoun thing i am super confused like the the spectrum of you can be a pansexual helicopter a pan, no, no, there's a, a lot of a pansexual is just someone who attracted to someone when you have an emotional connection or something like that i think that's what, what it is about that sapiosexual like you only you're attracted to to stimulating conversation, but you're not attracted to physical attributes. Yeah, like uh, I, I don't like to put a label on anything, but I think everybody is all these things, right? Like everybody wants just like a normal relationship where you could talk about your feelings and that they could be reciprocated. But I don't sweet. know if you notice this, but I notice this in myself. Like I attract partners who don't reciprocate those feelings back because I haven't healed my own personal wounds and that's how it is for everybody like it's it's a journey like it is indeed but like it's all, it's all about thinking? self-love it's all about self-love like at some point I didn't even believe cheating was a thing I still don't know if I do because like you can't control someone's body like whatever if they stick their dick into your pussy like whatever that's not my problem that's what you want to do then do it but then again i don't know it's it's like a loyalty thing and i don't know i'm kind of i don't know where i'm at with all that to be honest yeah well i mean you set the rules of a relationship like no one defines what a relationship is unless the two people are in it so if you're like okay that's part of the rules okay then this works for us but no i'm saying like why why have rules like why like, well, like, why have rules in the first place? 
Well, technically, when you get into a relationship, you kind of like establish a sort of a contract. And in that contract, there's stuff that you have still to respect in order to have it maintained and last longer. That's how yeah, it's but just a contract. Seen. A contract is a very transactional word. Yeah, but, but actually, relationship of that, there are contract, but maybe they are not as so uh, abstract and they are not so uh, clear, but it's a verbal kind of contract because you agree to be in a relationship with such and such. And you I know, agree I know, I know, but there, there are married couples out there that are together for, I don't know, 10, 20 years, and then boom, like one person fucks someone else and then they end up selling their. house. Like, is that really worth selling your house over? Like, not really. I mean, it's both. It's not just about fucking someone over because sometimes, sorry, uh, sometimes it's possible that they just uh, break, uh, they don't have the same feeling anymore, but still, uh, when there's no love anymore, do you think that you still wanted to live with the person that you don't give a shit about? No. You want to talk about love? Nobody really knows what love is. Love is just. Nobody could. I, I agree with that. Love is passion. It's just like a feeling that that you get. Like, there's like this chart in um psychology. It's like, your grief, depression, hate, love, love and hate are actually very similar. Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy actually. Is totally insane, but all that relationships that are established, knowing that from the beginning, marriage is already something contractual. It's more about the land and saying that I am attached to this, I'm marrying this person for my legacy. That's one. Uh, people get in a, a relationship or get into a course because there's always um, that kind of like and uh, animal situation going on where you have to reproduce you have still like your descendant there all that is really basic don't don't worry about these things and just because once you get old right don't you want to experience every single type of love don't you want to experience that cheating love that cheating pain that animalistic love that loyal love that sweet love that's why i don't understand how people are with one person for the rest of their lives like like i i want to experience all of it like all the pain all the pleasure but like, are you willing to really do that? Have you been cheated on? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds so terrible. It's awful. It is. It's terrible. Uh, like, I, I'm I trying don't know. To... You guys have this. I just can't relate to you guys at all completely. I'm completely different. Yeah, yeah. because I and I talked about it uh, in an other episode where I and I had cheated on someone. And yeah, me too. I, I don't know if I want to uh, experience that again in my life. I don't think that I would want that because maybe it's just because I feel everything deeply and it will score me for life. I would not be able to uh, like get back to it and be like, oh yeah, I experienced that and I learned something from it, that's for sure. But doing that, uh, no, no. You just have to forgive yourself because... Because the reason the reason why I cheated on my ex is because I was cheated on. I didn't realize how hurt I was. Yeah, same. After, after she broke up with me. So it's like, I I mean, yeah, like you get it. So, yeah, it's just, it's all it's a process. It, it, it's all part of your journey. 
it's it's all meant to happen this way yeah i know it helps you it helps you grow up i guess like it you, helps you grow like, up like look the guy the guy who you cheated on was probably mm-hmm. meant to be a rebound at first right and then you ended up having a relationship with him it's possible. is that right possible yeah yeah that was that that's how it always happens like i went through the same thing i don't think it's pretty sad that you have to experience that but human feelings and also relation is extremely complex in every way in uh life it's like um you're a bit you probably remember when we had a conversation where we were talking about uh male and female friendship when they are straight and all that because there's still a myth about that yeah if a man and a woman are friend they have to end up fucking each other which is not true no, or not. either just one of them is in love with the other this kind of shit yeah, yeah well, do, you, do you think what men and women can be just friends yes well i mean in your guys's case yes because you know a bit is waiting till marriage and you are kind of just fed up with the dating scene so yeah but you guys are just jaded but if you weren't do you think it's possible no no i mean no. like you you categorize people like sometimes you meet somebody and you just can't see yourself being romantically involved with them and it just mm-hmm. makes more sense to be friends like there's just sometimes it just makes like from the moment i met fatima i was like yo this person's a really good friend and i don't want to compromise that because in my opinion a really good friendship is just as valuable as a relationship if not yeah, well, more let's, let, i'll just say this i've only I only have one friend that I haven't had sex with that's a girl. Yeah. Uh then well ask yourself why didn't you have sex with that person? By choice. Yeah, wanted to. I do choose not to have sex with that person. Well, but I still wanted to, but like I just I don't know. But it's possible. I don't know. Maybe it's, I think both people should have self-control. And I think if you really want to fuck somebody, then obviously the friendship isn't really real friendship, but it's supposed to, it doesn't matter. Because if you want to fuck that person, maybe it's not black and white. It's it's not black and white. I mean, sometimes you, 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 sometimes you see people, sometimes certain people, it just makes more sense to be friends with them than not. I just don't see them in a different way. It's like, yeah, but it's if you were to have sex with them, does that change your friendship? Uh, yeah, it would. Oh, yeah. Because you're 100%. What if I did it wouldn't? It wouldn't? Why wouldn't it? You have a new experience with them that you can't take back. Definitely would change the friendship. Well, yeah, coming from your virgin mouth, of course. But no, it would. No, no, in general. You can't take back the fact that you fucked your friend. But what if I told you it wouldn't? Well, well I mean, You'd have to experience it. Well, I have experienced it. I'm telling you that it wouldn't. I mean, well, I, I guess know. it would. I don't know. You but don't think you it would change the dynamics? Like, let's say, let's say, let's let's say, straight or straight. Me and you, we're both two straight males. We fuck each other. You don't think it's going to affect our friendship in any capacity? It wouldn't for me because I'm not a virgin. You are. I know, but <laughs> we would we would be living we'd be living with the fact that we fucked each other. And it would come up with I think it would make I think it would bring us closer to be honest. I mean literally and figuratively, yeah, because someone's penis isn't going into someone's asshole. But I mean it's 
But I mean, it would, it would, uh, I mean, you can't really take it back. I mean, you had a intimate, you can't, you can't just forget those experiences. No regrets. No regrets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with someone, just, with just, use lube, bro. just make sure you lose. The... Well, I mean, I don't want this to go down the anal road, but <laughs> yeah. like... I mean, you got a bop bug at your house, right? What? What? Okay. Never mind. No, I didn't hurt it. Repeat it. No, I got okay. I got I got toys. Like the woman that I'm currently with wishes I had more. That's all I'm gonna say. See? But I think That's I have, cool. I think I have yeah. enough. You got some just got some marbles, some Pokemon cards. Toys are good. Actually I found some Pokemon cards and I have some mar- well, yeah, Pokemon marble. Pokemon cards are going up in value, man. That's a uh, they're like crypto. Oh God, no! Don't go. Anyway, with that. this is getting personal. Um, uh, yeah, this is going to be posted on the internet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's all going on the internet. Oh God, so many stuff. I like the conversations that we had today. It's really cool. I learned a lot about uh, the situation in uh, Palestine, Israel, and also I appreciate the fact that you're sharing your. Um, your point of view with us on this podcast, I really appreciate. And the second part, of course, it was also a very interesting subject. And I like how you you don't have a very strict way to see things, especially about relationships. I appreciate that. And I hope yeah, I do actually. I'm 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 quite the hypocrite. Uh, like if if it was up to me, I would sleep huh. around, but I wouldn't let her do it. Oh. Yeah. Why? It's a, a little bit hypocritical. Yeah, it's pretty hypocritical. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell you why, but that's what I'm like. Because but if you're allowing you, if let's say we are in that, I'm not like that anymore. I'm not like that anymore, but mm-hmm. I used to be like that. You used to be like that, where you would be like, I can fuck around, but you can't? Yeah. I mean, that's oh. a little bit dominating, don't you think? Isn't it what? And that a little bit like controlling and dominating, and it's kind of unfair. Well, yeah, I mean, I still have testosterone, but like, I can't help that. But I don't think no. it's a controlling, dominating thing. I think it's more like a possessive thing. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if I was a chick, I'd be pissed off. Well, I don't know. My last relationship was kind of weird. We didn't really establish anything, and uh, I don't know. So then if you don't establish anything, you can't put restrictions on that person. I don't know. I like to be free, but I do see the beauty in, like, what you're saying. Mark, how old are you, if I can ask? Uh, 27. Okay. I've been through, I've been through a lot, so um, I, I can go a little overboard, so I'm just trying to, like, not. Why not? Well, because this is going on the internet. Oh, okay. I, I, man, me and Mark have so many memories that I'm like, do I really want this on the internet? But I mean, we have such crazy stories. Yeah. Even when you're talking about like females raping men, like there's a story that I could tell you that involves him. And I'm like, <laughs> God, sorry. I'm like, sorry. Did, I get, did, I, did I get raped? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> he, he, I, I, 
I'll, I'll, I'll leave it with, he'll know what I'm talking about. If I say the word sucky, sucky, fucky, fucky, he'll know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> that's oh a, my God. That's, no, that's, that's another story. What does that have, what does that have to do with rape? That's just a massage parlor. Yeah, no, but I, I was, uh, the, oh man, that was, I was touched without, without consent by an old woman. Oh, you? Oh yeah. Yeah. You definitely got raped. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's fine. Thought you meant me. <laughs> no, nah, not you. Right. Uh, but yeah. hey, shit happens. Uh, either way, um, the YOLO. Anyway, so yeah, that was you didn't, you didn't get you didn't get that's not rape. Rape is uh is different than um sexual harassment or rape well, is usually assault. rape is usually pen penetrative penetrative. Yeah. No, nope, not always. No. Nope. Not always. Well, what is how 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 when is it not penetrative? It's not just that. So it's mean that um, if some um, a dude force a woman to uh, give him oral sex, that's considered rape. Yeah, that's Anal. penetrating. That's penetrating her mouth. Yeah, and also touching her with his hands in a way that is not okay is considered. Really? Or sexual assault. Yep. Technically, if he sticks his finger in her thumb in, in her ass without asking, if you thumb up the ass without that, 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 that that's right. Um, Dude, that's a weird way to, it's clearly now it show how, oh my God, is considered as that as See, well. That shows, that shows his sexual intelligence of his virgin uh, imaginative, imaginative brain. Yeah, because anything that is non-consensual and is a sexual act is considered rape. Okay, so what sexual. if your balls deep, what if your balls deep in a pussy and you're oh, about to come. No, no, no. You're going at it. You're like t- going for 10 minutes and your ball's deep. And then you're about to come and she says, no, no, I don't want it. And then you just come. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, but yeah, that's technically right. She doesn't give you consent. She, was, she didn't say, oh, hell yeah, do it. It's just like, nope. And also, oh, there's a thing with that myth when a woman say no, actually she means yes. It's not true. She means no. Yeah, there's if a lot of guys no, out there that think like, oh, women, women yeah, don't well, know. All fairness, in that situation, why is she balls deep in that? Why is he balls deep in that pussy if she didn't want? Exactly right. Oh and then God. there's like drugs. And then there's like drugs involved, and like was Listen. was she intoxicated? Could she give consent? Like, there's so much to it. I know there's a lot to it, but uh, again, I cannot speak for all women out there, but to me... There's, there's fake rape allegations. Is- yeah, I know what you're saying. You're saying like, like you're trying to get off topic and talk about the things that aren't talked about. Yeah, I, I appreciate that actually a lot. But sadly, no one gives a shit about what men say. I'll tell you that right now. Right now, I agree. Unfortunately, it's just that nobody will give a shit, even though knowing that you also have an opinion that is valued, I think is valued, and people should, uh, it would be a better way to have a conversation with both. Look, so look, then- look, if I was walking down the street with my girlfriend right now, yeah, and five minutes ago, she slapped me across the face, and we're, and then we left our home, and then we started uh-huh. walking down the sidewalk, and I pushed her, automatically they would think they would help her. Yeah, right? I know. 
I know. And I think it's also something extremely unfair because it's condoning the man reacting to something that had been done to him first because there were no witness and there always the image where the woman always is the victim. That's the part that pissed me off because women can be also the aggressor. They can be even worse than the men. And not, not aggressor, provoker. Same difference. Provoke, but also no, it's, aggressor. Not, it's, not the, it's not the same difference because if you... If she doesn't hit you and she goes up to you and says, like, you're not a man, you fucking pussy, and then you, like, push her, and then she starts That's crying. But that also verbal abuse. Yeah, but, like, what? who are you going to tell as a man? Like, who are you going to... Yeah, it's gonna be, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you, they'll tell you, like, stop being such a pussy. And then, like, yeah, a, yeah that's how, what they will say to the guy. See, that's where I say, I say that there's a double standard. It also is bullshit because, again, the guy cannot complain that, yeah, something is wrong. He cannot say that, hey, the girl was, like, pushing my button and being abusive, verbally abusive, and but I reacted. at the end of the day, let's, let's, no girl wants a pussy, right? No. So, where do we draw the line? Do we take that risk? Because, like, like, do we take that risk of, like, hitting her and hoping not to go to jail? Or, like, where, where do we draw that line? Like, I don't, but I don't do know. What do you mean by a pussy? Like, what, is that, what, what, what does it take for a guy to be a pussy? Just, like, it doesn't matter. Like, if, like, because girls do these things, right? They'll test you. Like, they will, because that's just what they do. Yeah, unfortunately. And that's, it's in their being to do that to find the best provider like, i would not say like, that it's in their being i would say that it was allowed to that to give them that power it okay, was allowed so, for women to have that behavior i, I want to no, hear no, 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 no. like like think about it you're a woman right and you're testing the man like you could tell a lot about a person in their body language and like how they conduct themselves like yeah. how they'll be in even how they're going to be in bed like you, like yeah. I can tell this stuff. I don't know about you, but I can. Actually, this, oh, yeah. is, this is an interesting point I want to bring up. Like to Fatima, so I'll, I'll ask direct a question here. Like me and Mark have both experienced. You'll have some women who are just out of place and they're just out of pocket, and they'll be like, "Hit me, hit me," and they'll come up to you, and we're like, "No, we're not going to hit you. We're like trying to like control yourself. You're drunk or whatever the hell." She's like, "Hit me, hit me, hit me." At what point, like if she starts throwing hands at me, am I allowed to like sock her in the face? You want me to take a position on that? Personally, yeah. Abid, you know that I'm a hot temper. Someone, uh, if I was in your shoe, I don't care if I have a dick or a pussy, I would punch that bitch in the face because you don't do that, <laughs> first of all. No, it's just that I know I have a very radical way as a woman, uh, my way to think. And Abid had witnessed that. I lost my shit a lot when we were starting to hang out. Like, oh, if I can you imagine. were a, a I, man I can hear or it woman. <laughs> if you were a dude or a girl i didn't care you just push too much on my button i would still kick your ass i don't give a shit here is just all bets are off you know i uh, it's kind of like when you um observe what's going on in the savannah you will see an animal you provoke it at first he's gonna give you signal and say i'm gonna attack you stop it 
That's being nice. And then uh, keep going. I'm sorry. I'm going to either slap you, punch you, something going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if you're the animal that's going around, throwing your weight around, being like, oh, I'm the fucking animal, you know, yeah. someone's going to probably someone's going to probably hit you, too. <laughs> I know. But that's right? why I'm saying that I was answering to a question about the fact that how would that react? For me, I would say no discrimination. I punch that shit out because you have pushed too much. But drawing the line, I cannot talk to every uh, about uh, for anyone else but myself because I know how I am. I am a hot temper. And like you said, can hear on my voice. Yeah, me too. I am too. And it's like, but for me, when I get mad, it's just funny looking because it just looks like I have short man syndrome. <laughs> That's the difference. Like, I'm very feminine, very nice, but, like, yeah. I've changed a little bit. Like, I'm not... Maybe I'm you not, have more self-control than me. That's the difference. Um, no. I, 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 I think as men, we're, we're programmed to, like, weigh the cost, because we know as guys, the second we put a hand on a woman, it doesn't matter the context. The cops are going to take the woman's side, and we're going to I'm not going to lie. I pushed, I pushed my ex, right? But that's because yeah. she provoked me. But then she lied and said that I put my hands around her neck. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. I have more compassion for you than her. What? Because because that here's the thing. It's just that if I'm told a story, I don't want it to fall into that trap where assuming that the woman is always the victim. Because, no, it's not always the case. If you have been a provoker and you have seen that in your life, yes, you know that the woman is, is also a very good manipulator. That bitch can manipulate the, the scenario. And she oh, knows with her, that with everybody... Her with her pussy, too. And, and oh, I forgot to tell you, by the way, every all the chicks that I dated till now were oh. black, too. So trust me, I know. Oh, nice. Cool. I don't care. No, one was a Spanish. Care. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a personal attack because bitches will be bitches regardless of their skin tone. No, but I know, but I'm saying I have experience in it. And when you say that you're explosive, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's not like a racist thing. I just thought I had to say that. No. I don't know. It's just something that is, is uh, uh, I would say, observation. It's true. Um, I would say that mostly people who are considered in this country like minority Women, I would say that they have a crazier temper than, no, I don't want to say that against white women because actually they can also be super fucked up, but yeah, in a white different women, way. White women are fucked. Like they're, they're like men. Yeah. Have you seen, then, have, you seen have you seen Kevin Samuels? Yes. What do you think of that guy? Oh God. Um, do you think he has mommy thought, issues or do you think that he knows what he's talking about? No, I'm not saying that he has mommy issues. I think that he is right. However, it's just that depending on to who he's talking to, the script will be a little bit different. He adapts his response according to the person that he's talking to. I don't think that he has mommy issues. The people to him that he has that are actually... I think he, does. I think he honestly does. I, I think he honestly does. Really? And yeah. yeah. Like he 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 speaks like a little boy. Like every time he talks to any black woman, he's so defensive, and he's like, "Oh, don't interrupt me what I'm talking." Especially in those kid women. Yeah, I I noticed that. I was like, <laughs> that's why I say that he adapt his answer every time to the person that he's talking to. Because 
uh, the one that uh, the video that went viral when he was talking to that woman who wanted to have uh, like a millionaire's boyfriend, all that kind of shit. I was just like, okay, I see that. And then I, I investigated a little bit more. And then he was talking to one of those American re- reality show star. Um, I think she's mixed or maybe light skin. I don't know. He was kissing her butt so hard. I was like, this woman is also problematic, but you adapt your because it's because he was it's because she ever. was giving him respect because he's finally famous and he likes that like respect attention. Yeah. Like I don't know, you never know like that because he got so many subscribers. You don't even know if he's rich or poor. Or, like anyways, we're going, we're going to, to two hours here. I just wanted to say it's been a very yeah. conversation, and I will do your astrology reading if you like me to. Because I what? am a strong leader. Really? Yes. Hmm, that would be interesting. Like this is what I do. Save it for the next episode. We could make an entire podcast about that one too. No, no, no. Oh, I'm not yeah. gonna make it. That's very that's very personal. I'm not gonna make a podcast about that. Well no, like I mean you don't have to read it in, on, on air, but like no, I wouldn't have an entire that. conversation about like this. Like just I me, mean, there's a lot of topics we could talk about. Uh I definitely want Mark back on for another episode back. Definitely. Same. <laughs> wow. I enjoy talking to you, man. This is really great. I I enjoy talking to you too, actually. And I really, I, I would like to talk more about the masculine feminine dynamic in each individual. Like every person has a masculine and a feminine side to them. Oh yeah. They do. I just want to, I'm sure Mark is, I'm not sure if Mark's seen the other episodes. He knows that this generally speaking, isn't really a political podcast. Yeah. I think I, I, I'm starting my own another podcast where I'll do like stocks and politics. But generally speaking, the uh, Fatima generally is not as comfortable talking about politics because she doesn't have that much of an opinion. So there's not like much not, to go it's off. Not worth talking about because, in my opinion, yeah. it's it's all done behind the scenes anyway, and um, mm-hmm. the politicians are just figureheads that the mass can relate to. But they're no they're nobody really. Like I I don't see a point of yeah, generally speaking, most of the conversations are about like male female issues, relationships. So yeah. like it's, it's interesting topics, anyways. A lot of you people can into, relate. Mark, you are into um, astrology. I am into tarot readings, so that will be awesome oh, I'm, conversation. I'm into, I'm into tarot readings as well. Oh shit! You're gonna become oh, yeah. my new best friend a bit back. <laughs> what? <laughs> see oh no goodbye I, I, <laughs> I, I can go like on tarot stuff because i have a me, YouTube I, know, channel. I, I already know like 10 10 minutes talking to you i already know that you're part of my soul tribes oh good oh you nice have, you don't have to say anymore oh that's awesome that's so cool oh my god this is great i think i'm gonna no i'm not even thinking i'm gonna start to follow you on facebook and all that kind of stuff you and i are gonna <laughs> more <laughs> it's all good I mean, that's the one who's speaking my language he's talking about soul tribe and there's few people that i know can do that yeah i, um, I don't know about that so i guess I've, i'm, I'm, I'm yeah, proud to say i've been replaced but it's it was nice knowing this podcast yeah um, no no you're not you're not replaced you're just like the you're like the the logical grandfather there you go yeah, a grandfather. That's. I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even the oldest person. How, how could I? Okay, I guess it works. Yeah, no, you're the you, youngest. Right? No, no, no. People like I'm. I'm 90 years old inside. You're probably like 
200. <laughs> <laughs> Your is so dried up, like literally <laughs> and figuratively. No, my, my dick eventually one day. Gonna, I'm just, it's going to be a right off. moment, man. I'm just very idealistic. Your dick is going to fall off in like 10 <laughs> years if you're, not, if you're not married. If you don't use it, you lose it. No, he's gonna be married. Come on, let's be a little bit optimistic before the poor guy. No, no, he's he's gonna cave in and he's gonna get like some hot, hot like high class blonde escort. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to lose it to an escort, man. That he's just gonna seems be like, like the team. He's gonna be like Snow Black, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We've known each other for a while, and uh, we have a connection. Please help me. Nah, <laughs> just kidding. Nah, nah. I'm not doing that. That's like, I've gone so long. It'd be such a waste to lose it to an escort at this point. Nah. Someone who may be like a professional escort or someone who barely have experience. Oh, really? You're saying you want me to go to an escort, man, after all this time? Like, that's... No, no. That's, like, that's fucking, like admitting I'm defeat. I'm just fucking with you. I mean, I if it's mean, a really good quality, is nah. But even then, like, I'm that's that's a, that's literally admitting defeat. No, it's not defeat. No. it's a victory. You like see, it depends how you look at it, right? But you've been looking at it the way this way for so long that you you might as well go all the way. Yeah, that's like, absolutely you, true. You know, you know how people say "till the wheels fall off." For you, it's "till your dick falls off." <laughs> 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 oh god, <that's... laughs> it's okay. Mine will fall off for a different reason. Oh gosh, I cannot talk with that. I don't have a dick. Mine will fall off, like you know, <laughs> a different way. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. You're a pure, you're a pure angel. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. So. I mean... Abid had uh, launched a very good idea for maybe the next episode or another one when Mark will be available. Yeah. But we're not going to air that one out. We're, we're going to talk about astrology because that's freaking good shit that I want to talk about. Oh, fuck. I'm down. And then that'll cool. be an interesting podcast because my view is definitely a lot different than your guys'. So it's going to make for a difficult conversation. That's no, totally yeah. fine. You you're, can just fucking, stuff. you're just a religious guy in the corner. That's yeah. That's well, right. no, yeah. But that's the whole point of the podcast. Like, we aren't supposed. If we everyone agreed with everyone, then it's not going to make a good conversation. I'm so not, exactly. I'm not interested in agreeing. I'm interested in the facts and what resonates in my life. I don't. Mm-hmm. And from from here going forward, religion has definitely not. Like, just turn on your TV. Look at the problems it's causing. I don't think it's religion that those problems would exist without with or without religion. Man. No, not really. Actually, Mm-mm. a lot of them. Religion, like... religion started from Christianity, which is connected to the government and ruled the world. And, yeah, but it's not in the name of religion, though. Like Mao Zedong killed all those people in China. What did that have to do with religion? Even Hitler. He does. Well, he wasn't doing it in the name of Christianity. No, I don't I, know the answers to the universe. I'm not quite there yet. Uh, but uh, when it comes to power and groups, obviously communism didn't work, and there always has to be someone in power. I don't um, know, but power. 
power structures would exist with or without religion. People use religion because it's easy to control people with it. But no, it no, would exist. I know. what I'm saying is in Israel, it's stood the test of time and religion is still a power structure there, even though um, it's very outdated. That Jewish state. It's, it's, it's outdated. Like religion just, it's about like, I don't know. It's very, it's not freeing. It's, it's very um, suppressing. Like when I just think of religion, I just think like a set rules that you have to follow for no reason whatsoever. You just have to follow I mean, them. We, we have an entire podcast about that topic too. But I mean, we're at the two hour part. That, that'll be, we'll save that for the next conversation because we're going to definitely uh, disagree on some points. But I think that makes for a good conversation too. Absolutely. So I think we could probably uh, wrap it up here. How many? Yep. How many Islamic women want to break free the burqa or the hijab? Like I said, man, that I could definitely respond to you, but we'd be going on this podcast. Like this podcast is already two hours. We'd be at like we can make this a four-hour podcast. And okay. So I mean, we'll we'll save that for the next conversation. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good conversation. Shout out to Mark for thank you for coming on here. Shout out yeah. to uh, No Black, aka Fatima, uh, for for know, whatever Snow, reason. No Black, like, No Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good stuff. Are we the know, white? I don't know if the white dwarf episode or the next one, but definitely we'll have to plan for the next episode pretty soon. I'm saving that topic for hit for the next one. Oh yeah. But, Snow Black, uh, we're, she's Snow Black, and we're the two dwarfs. <laughs> I'm five foot eleven. Am I considered short? I don't even know. I don't. I don't think I'm considered tall. <laughs> no, you don't get it. Don't you get Snow White reference? Yeah, don't. No, it's Snow Black and the and, and the two dwarfs. Yeah, we that would like, be so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need like five more guys in here. We'll be the seven dwarfs. Oh, I mean, I'm more of a I'm, I'm more of a troll than a dwarf, but I mean that that'll work. Yeah, you're more of a troll than a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> that would be also a good concept, right? Snow Black and the Seven Trolls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. No, Snow Black and the Two Trolls. Works too. It works, man. We can, we can have five more guys and just have like a a gangbang. Just kidding. Yeah, that'll be a fucked up gangbang. But I mean, the, <laughs> there will be needed a lot of coordination with that shit. Damn it. Okay, okay, okay. I'll shut up. I'll stop. I'll stop. Uh, stop talking. Stop. Uh, but yeah, just send me your birth info if you want an astrology reading. Yeah, but yeah, we'll save that for the next. Com- I mean, that's going to be private, but I mean, we'll save that for the next conversation. We had a good podcast. And yeah, we'll see. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. Bye. See ya. (laughs)